1: Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Bernie Sanders and I will work together to make college tuition free for the middle class and debt free for all. When progressives like Hillary Clinton make claims such as, I will provide free college for millions of students, do Americans even ask any more important questions like, how, why? Why should college education be free? It isn't mandatory. It isn't a right framed within the Constitution. It is a privilege that used to be worked for and earned by those who decided to attend. There are a myriad of options following the basic education all Americans are currently offered. Going to an expensive university is not the only option. And who should have to pay for all of these students enjoying higher education at the expense of others? And what? is the personal responsibility of those who want a college education. Do they not need to save their money leading up to college anymore or work through high school or afterward to prepare? Progressives never bother with the details like that, just as they never articulate what a fair share of taking someone's salary from them is. How did we arrive at this place with America's education? Well, it all began with a progressive named John Dewey and the others who altered the vision of America's founding fathers and replaced that with their progressive educational vision. One key for Dewey was replacing education with indoctrination. As an example, Dewey stated, I believe that the subject matter of the school curriculum should mark a gradual differentiation out of the primitive unconscious unity of social life. I believe that we violate the child's nature and render difficult the best ethical results by introducing the child too abruptly to a number of special studies of reading, writing, geography, etc., out of relation to this social life. I believe, therefore, that the true center of correlation on the school subjects is not science, nor literature, nor history, nor geography, but the child's own social activities. As a result of the collectivism that Dewey absorbed from Friedrich Hegel, Dewey believed that rather than focusing on the educational subjects like those he mentioned, like reading, writing, and geography, instead, schools should be about students learning to be part of a group or a collective. And listen to this bizarre quote from the father of modern education, John Dewey. The mere absorption of facts and truths is so exclusively an individual affair that it tends very naturally to pass into selfishness. There is no obvious social motive for the acquirement of mere learning. There is no clear social gain and success thereat. Absorbing fact and truth passes into selfishness? To Dewey, the answer is yes because it's an individual affair, as he calls it, when all he wants is students to focus on the collective. To Dewey, it's as if the only way a child will ever encounter another human being for interaction, socialization, is at school. He doesn't seem to take into account church, neighborhoods, sporting activities, after-school jobs. So school needs to be the ultimate in socialization. Dewey's goal was to transform the educational system away from its foundations of God and religion. In a nation and a culture that was founded on those principles, Dewey had his work cut out for him. So as a secular humanist and atheist, he actually used the verbiage that Christians and the religious could relate to. Why would he take this on? Because Dewey, like many of the other progressives of his day, rejected the original intent of the United States Constitution and that it was a living, breathing, evolving document. He put together his vision of education that would begin the process of progressing America toward that wonderful socialist utopia that they had all envisioned. The focus not only shifted away from God, but from learning. The founders gained their knowledge by being taught something until they learned it. The focus sense has been teaching to pass a test and then moving on. Learning has been replaced with testing. Teaching skills were replaced by monetary spending. And the strategy has worked. Advocates of classical education didn't see it coming until it was too late. It was an infection Dewey planted that took hold in the Democrats and the Republicans alike. So much so. That just a few years ago, when President Bush signed his No Child Left Behind bill, two intensely heated political foes famously came together on the bill that they both loved, which featured testing and spending and lots of both. The bill the president signed today requires testing of all public school children in grades three through eight, expands educational choices for parents of students in chronically failing schools, and provides up to $26.5 billion in funding, a 20% increase primarily for poor schools. The bill brought Mr. Bush into a close working relationship with Senator Kennedy, something he joked he'd have a hard time explaining to his Texas neighbors.
0: The folks at the Crawford coffee shop would be somewhat in shock when I told them I actually liked the fella. (laughs) He is a fabulous United States Senator. In
1: Boston, the last stop of the day, Senator Kennedy returned the compliment, hailing the president's work
0: on the bill. President Bush was there every step of the way, making a difference on this legislation
1: Contrary to popular belief, the United States spends more money on education than any other nation on Earth. More than any other nation or anyone else in the history of the planet. So what are the results? When 40 nations recently took the international math and science test, American students scored near the bottom. America was 28th out of 40. And those are essentially the results achieved by U.S. students in every international test, decade after decade now. Why? Because progressive education does not work. The progressive and Marxist ideas have now been so embedded so deeply into America's educational system that few eyebrows are even raised when a candidate for president of the United States says something like this.
0: We have got to deal with the issue of student debt And the fact that millions of young people and not so young people uh, are struggling with very very high interest rates on their student debt and what our legislation does is two things it says number one this is the year 2015 and it was great for a very long while that public education meant uh, kindergarten through high school but today when a college degree is in many ways the equivalent of what a high school degree was 50 years ago We have got to extend that concept. And what we have got to say is that every person in this country who has the ability should be able to get a college degree regardless of the income of their families, which means, in my view, making public colleges and universities tuition free.
1: Bernie Sanders makes multiple fascinating points there. For instance, in 2015... A college degree is the equivalent of what a high school degree was 50 years ago. That sentence alone proves the absolute and total failure of the progressive educational system. How has that gone unnoticed? Then there's the free tuition for all. Free is simply the Marxist concept that someone else will pay. The supposed rich, in this case, will pay for kids who aren't even asked to invest their own money in their own future. Whose idea of fairness is that? Karl Marx. Next time, what we have wrought with this 100-year progressive evolution. Where are we today? Glenn Beck.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home.